I'm a genie. <laughs> there we go. We, got it. we finally got it after being gone for God knows how long. When? Like July, mid July. It has been a while. And what a eventful. <laughs> I mean, it's one word to describe. I mean, it. our break really wasn't a break. It was honestly dealing with what life was throwing at us at those times. We definitely weren't planning on taking a break. I think maybe the first week we were like, let's revisit the episodes that we have and see if we're liking the vibe of them. Yeah. And then life just got busy and then shit started happening. And we There's honestly, been a lot of stuff yeah. Going on. And we didn't, we weren't even able to actually like do what we wanted to do during that little break. We didn't even like, honestly, we didn't touch anything that had to do with the podcast um no. i think we posted maybe once basically saying that we're on a break or we took a break it was unexpected and then we announced that we were taking a break um but yeah i mean it was kind of weird because on one hand we take i mean we want to take the podcast really seriously but like not in a way where it's like serious but more so we do care about putting out episodes, but also we wanted to make sure we are taking care of ourselves. And well, yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> we weren't to. even able to do that. Trying to at least on our, so that was kind of the break. intention though. Yeah, absolutely. But we are back and we Guess have, who's back. <laughs> <laughs> we have, um, honestly a lot to share with you guys. Um, yeah, but we're also very excited to share some of these things. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, some of it is just like shit that happened, and There's the other some good, some bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but thanks, guys, for tuning in, and welcome to your honest BFFs. What's up? dogs <laughs> i was uh, waiting for that i'm sure you guys all miss that i know right i didn't do it as obnoxious i don't think this time but i could be wrong um so yeah our ninth episode um uh, we are gonna talk about taking risks, risks. <laughs> <laughs> um because honestly during that break that we had um there were some risks that were being made mm -hmm. had whatever you want to call it yeah um it's something we've been trying to lean more into in life because i feel like the last few years of life have gotten too serious in some ways for us like the pandemic and things and work life was just getting a little too serious and we're like this is this is not fun like we need to kind of spice it up and lean into doing things out of our comfort zone and Danny definitely <laughs> did something out of her comfort zone. 1,000%. Do you want to I'll never us? do it again. I just need to say that right Wait, now. Wait, really? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think that was enough risks in that certain area. So I've been single and I've been on in the dating world. And if you know, you know. Being almost in your 30s, sometimes the dating world looks a little different. Um, there's some creeps. <laughs> um, there's some really horny people. Oh <laughs> there's some very chaotic, unhealthy, toxic people. And there's some people that haven't been Blossomed. on a date in years. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the list probably could go on. So 
I decided to take a risk in the dating world. And that risk was... Long story short. (laughs) (laughs) I was, you know, casually messaging someone that um, I knew from college. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving any names. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm honestly not going to give extreme detail just for the sake of respecting the his feelings (laughs) (laughs) um so basically you know i was casually messaging with this person and we were just catching up and then um casually texting turned into talking almost every day at this point i just got out of for months true at this point in time i was fresh out of a very fucked up situation which is a story for a different day Mm mm-hmm um so i was kind of i was like you know what i'm not wasting any time because my last little situationship that i was in and i hate to call it that but after everything was said and done it was a motherfucking situationship Mm -hmm. and it was gnarly and it was fucked up in every single way that you could possibly think of and i was a little nervous to start like just talking to someone again because of things that had gone on like a lot of lying definite cheating whole relationships actually on the side type shit so well you came out of that situation ship you're like okay so i'm gonna swing the pendulum to the other side (laughs) because (laughs) i need to find someone that actually aligns with what i potentially see so maybe i should do a little background i'm gonna do a little background so people can kind of know a little bit so i was dating someone for three years um honestly we broke up just because of different times in our lives and we just things just weren't adding up anymore and that's Mm -hmm. okay and um so after that i decided to you know be open to anybody talking to anybody or whatever and see kind of what's out there again um, and I ran into someone at a bar that I didn't know and that I really didn't want to know, but he was very adamant on letting, he wanted to get to know me type shit. So texting and meeting up and having sex and like doing all those things, nine months of that and some other heavy, heavy baggage was in that. And we're not going to get into details about that because it's honestly embarrassing on my part, but he was your typical bad boy. And Nine months into that, I found out that he had a full girlfriend um, because she called me on his phone. And to be fair, when you entered that, you knew you did not want a serious relationship with this person. No, but at the same time, when you are meeting with someone for nine months and like being intimate with them and actually hanging out, like we were hanging out we were laughing he he was like making me feel good regardless if it was going to be this i wasn't planning on marrying him or having his babies Mm -hmm. but it was still something (laughs) it was still something and at the end of the day like after nine months you catch feelings especially if there's sex involved and especially if you have fun with someone too at the same time and when you think that everything is kind of fine and dandy at the same time yeah so fast forward i get a phone call off his phone from his girlfriend that he had basically the whole entire time that we were like Mm -hmm. doing our things right so obviously that ended like terribly um and i was traumatized by it and so fast forward to current risk taking 
or not yeah. so current but more current current <sighs> rekindled like this friendship that i had with this guy over instagram or through instagram but i've known him from college and basically we were texting you know months and i was like you know what we just oh let me just i forgot important detail he lives in a different state so we lived in two different states and we were communicating with each other every single day and but we weren't really emotionally getting there and i think it's probably because like i not a long distance relationship type of person Mm -hmm. so i was very hesitant about that but I also was like well you know what like if we do hang out maybe it's like the best connection that I've ever had with someone maybe it's like my future husband like you don't know until you do it so Mm -hmm. that's what got me into taking the risk of renting an Airbnb in his state and telling him like hey I'm doing this so we can meet up and um see if anything's there are you down and he's like absolutely because before that I remember you had texted me like shortly before and you were like, okay, I made a list of what I'm looking for in a future husband. Yeah. And so after getting out of that situationship, you were very intentional with, okay, I'm too old to be dealing with that BS. Like, yeah. I need to get serious about what I want yeah. in a partner. Absolutely. And so and he did check off some of, yeah, yeah, check yeah. off some of those oh, things. Oh, for sure. So I didn't just do this, not him. I didn't do this with him not checking anything yeah. off my boxes some of them but there were still boxes that I felt like needed to be checked only way you can check those boxes if you're actually in person with one another and hanging out with one another and that and so like I had to take that risk so (laughs) I did (laughs) and before she went I was like we need to have emoji code signals flower emoji was going good if it's going good and the emoji was going awful (laughs) and I was I was worried because well, I could see your location. So, well, for one, I saw you up in the fucking mountains. There's oh, yeah. like no houses around. Oh, yeah. So, long story short, I did this. He was down. I just did it. I was like, you know what? If I'm not going to do it now, I'm never going to do it. And now's a perfect time to do it. Why and not? You're always going to wonder, like, exactly. what Exactly. So, huge risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had one friend literally, like... He could be a serial killer. <laughs> you haven't seen him in this amount of years. You don't know him. People change. And then I te- and then I text Holly here, and I was like, and she's like, I think you're just like, oh, like that's crazy, but like it's gonna be fun. And yeah. you were kind of like, make sure he's not a serial killer as well. But it was nothing compared to my other friend. Like she full blown like lectured like, lectured me like a mother. Mean, Which is funny because the situationship was the flip side. She didn't lecture oh, yeah. you on that one. And I was on your ass like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> that is very true. You two are very different. Then I then I tell my I tell my mom first. And I'm like, okay, so my one friend just fucking like ripped me a new one basically about this and like kinda had me freaked out. And then my other friend is just like, Oh, you're that's gonna be fun, like just be safe. I'm like, what is my mom gonna say? So my mom usually both my parents are very very chill people so my mom I was like I don't know but if you catch her on a bad day she might be like what are you doing (laughs) but I barely got emotions from her she was like oh (laughs) that's a huge risk (laughs) and my mom always gives me shit for not being a risk taker actually so she was very very shocked but she was actually very excited and she's like you're 29 
she's like just go do it my dad same way he's like okay he's like you're 29 <laughs> he's like what am i gonna tell you i'm like wow like so my friend like freaked me my one friend freaked me out and actually lectured me like how i thought like maybe my mom would but like yeah. no so anyways fast forward to me actually going on the trip yeah you oh. get there i had a lot of nerves <laughs> it was there was a lot of anxiety um i was i mean yeah i haven't seen him in x amount of years (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) literally my stomach was like so i lost 10 pounds before i went (laughs) just from diarrhea (laughs) so i had some anxiety and i was like you know i mean it's very nerve-wracking i didn't realize how nervous i was gonna be i honestly was like playing it cool all the way up until it but i had some anxiety and then i was on the plane i was like oh my god i'm like freaking out what the fuck did i just do (laughs) Because I was thinking, I'm like, I'm going to be with him. I think it was like five days. You're like, in the mountains. Around. <laughs> <laughs> in the mountains. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not just like going somewhere for a couple of days no, in a highly like public area. No. So my flight was in the evening. So it was, I arrived late. Um, you know, we saw each other, we hugged, and we, like, you know, we're talking. He pulls in up in his Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> wait, not, wait, what was it? What was it? It's either Honda Accord or Subaru is what I envision. <laughs> no, I don't I, know if that's true. No, I, I can't, I can't, I can't disclose that information. But, um, we hug, and, like, you get in the car, and, like, you know, 45-minute drive back to the house. So, at this point, you're just talking about whatever because, like, you don't want the awkward tension in the air. So, like, I was, like, pulling shit <laughs> on my ass. Like, what kind of snack did they give you on the plane? <laughs> Literally. Like, you at this point, you just talk about whatever because it's so uncomfortable. It is. It's very uncomfortable. The weather. I feel like, well, yeah. He talked about the weather a lot, actually. And my Nana talks about the weather a lot. Like, a 60 lot. 60-year age difference. Yeah. Maybe 50. Yeah, I don't know. Um... So anyways, we get to his house, um, everything's fine and dandy, you know, I was there for like two hours, and I had to share a bed with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, if... <laughs> Wait, you forgot to mention the rule that you set for yourself oh, going okay, into yeah, the yeah, good I, yeah, so I did, I did, t- I set a rule, I was like, I'm not going to be sexual with this person, um, because my goal, and obviously if it happened, it happened, I wasn't going to like stop it if we're both feeling it yeah but like i was trying really hard actually i wasn't trying that hard it was pretty easy for me to (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there yeah (laughs) fast forward but like but i was like you know that's not even gonna be like i don't want to even i don't even want to talk about it actually like i didn't even want that to be a topic of discussion either so that was one rule i had um my other rule was like i was going to get to know him Mm -hmm. i was gonna see if this is anything um, and I was going to make sure he was going to check boxes that I needed, that I needed to be checked. Like there's yeah. a difference between like, like, oh, I want my, um, husband to like, tell me that I'm pretty every day. No, it was, I need him to be loyal. Like I need him to like be able to open up freely. Like mm-hmm. there's like, there's multiple things that like I need in a relationship. Right. Um, so those were some boxes that like needed to be checked off. So, we had to share the same bed. I was there for two hours. I'm going to fast forward through this part because I just feel very guilty. <laughs> I feel like very uncomfortable. Um, not that I think he's going to listen to this because he didn't. While we were actually communicating. Rude. Exactly. So he decided to kiss me when I was half asleep. Okay. <laughs> and 
This was me two hours into this. Huh. This wasn't like we've been around each other for three days. Like, no. So I was a little turned off. Like, I was like, okay, like, why would you do that? Yeah. Um, Because not any, at any point in time did I give him any hint that I even like. Well, you're asleep. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was half asleep. We don't want to say sleep okay. because it could get him in oh, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was half asleep. I was because I, I like, yeah. So I didn't say anything. I like kind of just like rolled over and I chose to not say anything because I, and maybe I should have looked looking back because it may have made the trip a little bit different. Um, but I didn't because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to embarrass him even though I'm embarrassing him now. But I was like, I don't want him to feel like any type of way or whatever. So even though I was, so next morning we go grocery shopping whatever we had to drive three hours to go to to the <laughs> airbnb which i really didn't know <laughs> it was that far from where he lived but it was fine i was like perfect you know we'll catch up a little bit um and then when we get there we kind of kind of kind of like already have somewhat of like a feeling you know mm-hmm. basically when you're three hours in a car together like you're going to be talking about yeah shit, right i honestly can't remember what we talked about i'm not gonna lie because it wasn't that important. Like, I think it was just a very surface level thing. Cause I think I was actually still having so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. So we get to the Airbnb It's super cute. It's a tiny home and it looked really cute. It was really cute. Actually. I had a good, I chose good. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we're like, you know, we, we cooked, uh, we went hiking, we did waterfalls. Like those were all really, really fun. And like, I really enjoyed those moments actually. Um, but it was the moments when we weren't doing anything mm-hmm. and I, um, I felt like I was the one that was constantly having to, um, start conversations and, um, ask about him, like what you've been up to, like about family. Cause I, at like this you were point it's speed dating yeah. yeah and at this point it's speed dating because like that's why i scheduled the trip for that long too because it was like i need enough time to like get someone get something like and some feeling some connection something like because mm-hmm. like, you can't get that over a weekend no so like you there's uncomfortable moments absolutely um but it was like speed dating so like i was asking all the questions because i was i'm genuinely looking for something especially it's long distance that's the whole reason it's long yeah. distance i need to know if like this is gonna work because then long distance is okay but i'm not gonna continue to talk to you when we live in different states and we're not hanging out if this isn't anything mm-hmm. so i was asking all the questions i felt like he wasn't which kind of got frustrating at some point um, and I also felt like, um, I'm someone that I find it attractive when, um, someone plans something or so takes some of a, of a control. Yeah. Initiative. Um, yeah. Like for example, like, Hey, like I looked at this cool spot, this restaurant, um, we can go, you know, have dinner there Saturday night while we were there. Like there were just like none of those things. So like every time, like it was time for us to like figure out what we wanted to do. It was like, what do, well, what do you want to do? And so I felt like I was always having to make the decision, which yeah. was like, puts a lot of work on you. Well, I'm also there. Like I'm, I, I'm the one that did like call the Airbnb. I'm the one that kind of like planned that part out. I was hoping that there You're was the one that went to his po- state. Literally. <laughs> so I felt like I wasn't getting any of that. So that kind of got frustrating a little bit. Um, he was still kind of trying to be affectionate and I, telling you i did not give any signs of like wanting infection um 
so that and it wasn't like he was trying to like be sexual with me it mm-hmm. was just affection in, in general like i wasn't giving any signs because i was not feeling it yeah um our personalities were just can you tell the other the funny part what funny part like the humor <laughs> oh i wait, but they can nobody can see me though you gotta see me so our humors were just very different okay um and that's fine that's fine like i it, it just didn't click what's really important to me is like i need to laugh with someone or i need someone to make me laugh like yeah. i honestly like that turns me on yeah there was none of that and matter of fact like he was laughing at, i had a fake laugh <laughs> and it got tiring to fake laugh and so and our personalities were different too um which again is okay it just just didn't work out um but honestly by the third day i already knew like i was already like yeah this is just not get me it. out of here i was cr- cr- i was crawling out of my skin to be honest with you and i say that and like, i feel really bad but like it was i was yeah i was so uncomfortable um so i stopped talking and <laughs> there were moments of silence and when i mean moments of silence i mean like two hours of us sitting at the airbnb of not talking and sitting right next to each other like and i was like wow like it just goes to show, like, I was the one that was, like, literally yeah. conversating and trying to have conversations. So, I was like, wow. Fast forward to actually leaving. <laughs> what happened on the drive back? So, it's a three-hour drive back. I was like, fuck this. I was like, fuck this. I can't do it. I was like, I cannot do this. So, I slept the whole two Did and you a half. sleep? No. I closed my eyes, said I was asleep. <laughs> And I made sure the windows were down for some noise because the radio was like barely on. And I'm like, I cannot do this. So, <laughs> so I wake up when there's like 30 minutes left, right? He rolls up the windows and said, did you get enough like, like, um, airflow or something like that? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then his fucking radio went out. <laughs> and when I mean radio went out, I mean the sound stopped working. Okay. So it was a dead fucking silence in that car because again i wasn't i gave up on conversating awkward silence and then he started asking me about like when he can come visit me and i'm like thinking in my head i'm like i'm pretty sure i gave you every single sign that like i wasn't interested yeah um i don't think i really even gave a sign that said that i was <laughs> so I was like kind of cringing and like he that was the so name of the girl with her hand in front like, of her. What are you like- doing? <laughs> so yeah, so we get back and mind you, I was planning on having so I, we get back to his place, it's like mid afternoon. I still have a whole day with him because my flight didn't leave until the next day in the afternoon. So I'm like, what the fuck are we gonna do for a whole day? You right? took another risk. Huh? And then you took another risk. Well, I was planning on having a conversation with him as he was driving me to the airport and basically saying like, Hey, like I'm not, I didn't feel this. Like I didn't, I feel like we're just friends, you know, having that conversation Yeah. that way I can just get off the plane and like never talk to him again. <laughs> that didn't happen. So we get there <laughs> and he's like, so what'd you think of the trip? I was like, I, I literally started sweating bullets cause I'm like, Oh my God. God. you're texting me all of this and i'm just like dying for you <laughs> i'm sure you're laughing at some of it too because honestly if you were on the under, other end no, of this i, I would have been cringing and laughing hysterically so i basically told him in the nicest way possible i was like you know like 
I didn't really feel anything romantic with us. Um, I just feel like we're, we're on a friend's level. Um, you know, our humors are very different. Our personalities are very different. There's nothing wrong with that. We're just different people. Like we haven't seen each other in like literally over eight years. You know, we, when we saw each other, when we were hanging out in school, we were like 19, 20 years old. Like that's honestly the last time I saw him cause he ended up leaving. But in, I hurt his feelings a little bit. I know I did, but uh, whatever. He you're being thought honest. You weren't trying to be mean. You're just trying to be honest. So there's no mixed messages. But here's the thing. He thought that trip went well. What? <laughs> and so I, I can't remember what, how, what his reaction I mean, was. It went well from maybe like a friend standpoint, like, hung out and well, he saw said, well, some waterfalls he like, I, I thought you know we worked really well together like cooking and like we just worked good together i'm like no we did absolutely like i did enjoy the cooking i did did enjoy the hiking and i did enjoy like going to waterfalls and doing those things 100 percent. that was like the highlight of the trip um but i just didn't feel anything like I, there's nothing there and i said this trip was to see if something was there i don't want to continue to you know talk to someone in a more friend-like level if there's just is not this is is it gonna be it yeah so then I told him actually I was like quite honestly like you kissed me when I was half asleep with me being here for two hours <laughs> he's like why well, I, I didn't mean anything sexual by it I was like that's fine but like dude the room I was like I, I don't understand where you thought that that was a good idea and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't think, like, kissing was gonna, like, be anything. Mind you, again, we're here to see, I don't know, that was just, like, I told him, I was like, that turned me off at the start. Yeah. And I said, I tried to move past it, but I honestly couldn't. Like, it was very difficult for me to move past that point, because at that point, I'm like, okay, like, you don't know, I feel like people's intentions are wrong when that happens right away. And it's yeah. like, you don't even know me. We barely even had a conversation. Like, why did you think that was a good time to kiss me? Well, and a first kiss is supposed to be kind of like a special thing. Like yeah. we're both present for, like we're enjoying it. So I the agree. fact that you were half asleep the very first time you're <laughs> seeing him years later and you're like two hours in, like that's the first kiss you want to give me. Like let's wait and like build some of that tension a little bit. I know it was, it was, and I think I, I had to tell him straight. And this is the reason why I was so very honest too, is because sometimes we need to know what we're doing wrong yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and like sometimes the ugly truth is what is what you know might help the next girl that he's exactly. interested in like don't kiss a girl when they're half asleep and you've only been around them for two hours like that's well and you're being honest with him and direct but you're not trying to make him feel bad you're not like no but i was telling i was like i was uncomfortable and i said and that turned me off and it was very difficult for me to not stay turned off yeah um but i just told him too i was like but at the end of the day like our personalities are just different our humor is just very different and he agreed with that which was good um but i know like i hurt his feelings a little bit and then and then basically i had to spend the rest of the day with him and then there was a tornado and then the power went out <laughs> <laughs> Did it, this is like dead, dead serious it was like a metaphor for the weekend i was like are you joking Anyways. I have like 400 mosquito bites. See you. Oh. I, I have pants on. We're recording outside. God. Are you serious? Pissed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go get a blanket. Yeah, I should. All right. But anyways, that was my trip. Um, that was a huge risk. Yeah. Um, Proud of you. 
Yeah. So, um, risk taking, um, could be scary, but honestly, very, very worth it at the end of the day, because, um, again, you don't know until you actually do it. Um, and we have to be put out, we have to be put in uncomfortable situations to grow and to learn and to like find our wants and our needs and, um, all those different types of things. Mind you, I will never, (laughs) I will never, um, do this as a risk. Um, as far as like going to a different state and, you know, meeting up with someone. Granted, I knew him, so it wasn't a complete stranger, but like still like that was enough risk taking for me as far as like that dating whole thing goes. Um, again, um, so that was my biggest risk and that is a situation that happened, um, while we were on our break. Um, anyways, stay tuned. Um, Holly's going to share a little risk taking for you. And we're back. I feel so much better now. I have pants on. <laughs> Snow pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Holly. So my story is not like as cool as yours. That or wasn't not cool at all. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatizing slightly. Um, so my risk, so let me back up. I have always made like my best decisions when I've been able to do things kind of spontaneously. Agreed. So when I spontaneously moved to Chicago with like no money in the bank. In 2017? 16? 18. 18. 18, yeah. Yeah. and that was one of the best decisions for me. So I was just kind of getting to a point where I'm like, I need some change. I need something new and I need to do it in a spontaneous way because otherwise I'm going to think about it yeah. too much. And I feel like as you get older, sometimes you think about your decisions too much and you calculate too much. I wonder why, because we have parents that made us do that shit. So it's yes. like instilled in us. So I feel like that's also probably why we're not like yes. extreme risk takers. Exactly. We're very like spontaneous, like you said, risk takers. Agreed. Because it gives us anxiety thinking about it. Well, and I always feel like anytime I've wanted to do something kind of out of the ordinary, my parents are like, what about this? What about that? It's annoying. Did you think about this? Yeah. And so basically I decided that I've been at my job for five years and what do you do again? <laughs> I thought you were asking me for serious. <laughs> for serious. <laughs> Is that even a word? Yeah, maybe. The whiskey is hitting me. Um, oh, I was like, what do what I do? What do you do for a living? <laughs> I'm a marriage counselor, Boom. but also an individual <laughs> therapist. Whatever you want to call it. Um, so I worked at this job since I graduated grad school. So that's like a little over five years. And technically, I my office is in the city, but I've been working from home since the, the pandemic. The city of what? Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. Are you from Chicago? Wait, how do you say Chicago? Well, that's what people would say to me when I was in Southern, Il- Southern Illinois for school. Oh, you? where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Chicago. They're like, oh, you're from Chicago. And I'm like, no, Chicago. Wait, how did they say it? Chicago. Oh. They would mimic me. They thought I had this massive northern accent. Oh, my God. Annoying. I heard Chicago, and that drives me insane. Oh, my nana says Chicago. 
sorry. Chicago. No, no. Yeah, don't talk shit about her. <laughs> okay, oh my <sorry>. god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carry on. Evil eyes. <laughs> um, so basically, I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to start my own business and it was a goal of mine since grad school and I I kind of felt like this was going to be my year to do that but the more I got into the year I'm like okay like when's the perfect time to yeah, do it there's like and no perfect like, time yeah exactly there's no perfect time <laughs> so eventually I just got to a point where I'm like I just need to like start doing it now and so I just decided one week that I'm gonna do it when you, when you say do it, what do you mean exactly? What are you doing to... to? So I, I decided that I was going to quit my job. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I have a really good job. I had a good boss. Yeah. I, you know, I, I make a good living. I have great clients. I mean, my office is like technically located on is it Michigan Avenue, mm-hmm. like beautiful location, good benefits, like everything with my job was pretty perfect but you were bored (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly I was bored and I'm someone that I actually like change I don't like to do the same thing over and over and over again for a long time I get (laughs) what is that is that a mosquito (laughs) I thought so on my fucking head (laughs) we've just been going through it with the bugs between <laughs> sitting in your car eating our portillos and sitting out here swarmed with we have about seven candles going that are four different seasonal scents <laughs> <laughs> well you're not a single one is helping these damn mosquitoes <laughs> well i think they're attracting them they're scented. Oh, we don't have these damn these um oh tiki God. torches were lit but like there was like nothing in them <laughs> so they were lit for 0.2 seconds yep anyway sorry i i'm sorry no that's okay <laughs> sorry so basically, I, I told my boss, like, hey, can we have a call? And I got on the call, and I'm like, I'd like to quit. And I'm like, <laughs> just like that, I want to quit. I'm out of here. Basically, I was like, you know, I think this is like my time that I'd like to start considering opening my own practice. And um, I'd like my last day to be October 12th. And she was quiet and <laughs> didn't say much. And Which that time, you were expecting a different reaction, huh? Well, yeah. So I told her the beginning, or actually it was like the middle of August. So I was giving her two months notice, which for one, as a therapist, you have to give notice because it's not like a two weeks notice thing because you have to transition and terminate with your clients. So that's a whole process. Some of my clients I've had for four or five years. Yeah. So like there's a, a big relationship there. So basically, I said, this is my last day, Uh, it'll be the 12th, and she was kind of quiet, and she was like, okay, well, uh, fill out this form, and then, yeah, we'll talk at the end of the month, end of September, and go from there. Which is disappointing. Excuse me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) did I not mean anything to you? I have worked here for the last almost five and a half years. I'm the second longest employee there. I was an assistant supervisor. I mean, we've had a great relationship yeah. the whole time. So at first I was like, maybe she was caught off guard. So I'll well, give her some time. Definitely caught off guard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> She's caught off guard. <laughs> Ruined her Friday. <laughs> Literally. Read it on a Friday? Yeah. Oh, girl. <gasps> She's like, are you fucking kidding me? You couldn't decide to do this on a Monday? Monday's already shitty. <laughs> I imagine she's well, sorry like, I'm not gonna time it around like I know, what just... works best for her um 
so essentially that happened and i'm gonna give her some time she has about let's see mm, four weeks uh-huh. to tell her or tell to have her tell me that she appreciates having me for the last however many years and wishes me luck <laughs> so that's what all if, you gotta say so what if she doesn't i'm mad like i'll be i'll be a little salty about it i mean i definitely like i don't hold grudges so whatever like out of sight out of mind is kind of how i operate but i'll definitely be salty about it just because even in my resignation letter like i definitely wrote about like the things that i'm grateful for and the things i've learned from her and i'm super appreciative of the opportunity and all that shit so yeah so that was kind of disappointing yeah I didn't tell my parents that I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've seen a video of you telling your mom. Yeah. So me lunch. and my mom went, we went to dinner Oh. and we, we had a drink and I was like, okay, this is a good time it to tell is. her. That was so clever. We're going to cheers and I'm going to make a video like I always do of when I'm cheersing with someone and I'm like, cheers, like to me quitting my job. And my mom just has the best reaction. <laughs> she things. does. She goes, <laughs> What? <laughs> No, Holly. <laughs> she was. Oh my god! I honestly Shut saw up. the anxiety in her body <laughs> all rush to her head. <laughs> well, if you saw her anxiety when I told my dad, like oh, it he was, was like, I and mean, he's like way more, yeah, of a ball of anxiety of not having a super structured plan to things he was like well what about your health insurance and what about an income and you're gonna start your business like do you know how to start a business like what about the paperwork like how fast is this gonna start going like like he just started asking all these questions (laughs) and my parents have always kind of been driven crazy by me because I mean, technically, I was diagnosed with ADD, but I don't really know if you're I have the it or most not. rebellious of her, their children too. For sure, you go at completely Which against. Which is not that hard to be with my siblings. Absolutely, <laughs> your sister did homework on a Friday night, <laughs> <laughs> and if she listens to it. She's really gonna hate me because I always give her shit for that. <laughs> we made up a song. <laughs> no, it was the Rihanna song. Like I drink to that, yeah, yeah. But we would say I do homework to that, yeah, no, yeah. No, there was something else on a Friday night. There's a song that you when we were in high school. Uh, what was the song? Song. homework going up on a, nope that was after i was in college anyways but yeah so no for sure like it is not hard to be rebellious from your fucking siblings yeah and so my parents also remember me from grad school where i would have a 22 page paper due on sunday you told your parents stuff that well i never uh, my parents didn't know no the only reason so i couldn't concentrate writing a paper in my apartment i would just get way too distracted mm. so i'd always have to come over here to my uh. parents house in grad school on sunday morning <laughs> <laughs> and say i have a paper due tonight i haven't done it yet <laughs> because God. i would be frantic because i was just in chicago living it up friday and saturday night having True. a great weekend at True. the club <laughs> just the club which i feel like it's completely normal though for people that were how old were you 22 well, 20, 23 20, 23 24 wait, girl like 22 to 24 in that range yeah so Crest that school. is like prime time to like yeah. live it the fuck up and you were living the fuck up 
And so every time I'd come over, they, you'd stress. I would them be like, out. "I'm gonna quit grad school. Like, I'm so tired of this." Because <laughs> you're tired. Because I would do it to myself. Because I would wait till the last minute. It's I've always done this all through school. I got straight A's in school. I had my best GPA in yeah. grad school. Me too, actually. But I did everything last how. minute. Yeah, I don't know how I passed grad school either. Like, I'm shocked. Oh yeah, the shit you were doing in grad school. Holy shit. <laughs> Like, it's a miracle. Like, <laughs> But me too. I would be uh, procrastinate with homework at the last minute. Some people work best under pressure. I work best under pressure and fucked up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and literally the night of no sleep writing a full ass paper. Yes. Me Fuck too. It. Fuck it. So that was me. And that like, they, they're just kind of used to that. But they like, it stresses they them out. <laughs> they're used to it but they probably hate it they do what you would think by now they'd be just like all right cool do what you want you just gotta keep things kind of spicy you know yeah you do so basically long story short that's how my parents found out and it's a huge risk you know because i i didn't have like a bad job that i was escaping i didn't really technically have a reason or a need to leave um, I was just too comfortable yeah. and I don't like being too comfortable in my life. It, I don't know. I just don't like that feeling. Well, you were itching to grow. Yeah. Honestly. And, um, it was time to grow more in your career and, um, accomplish what you want to accomplish. Like, um, and especially like, and people are like, you're not old. You're not old. You're not even 30, but it's like time goes fast, dude. Exactly. So you gotta do the things that you want to do you mm-hmm. have to take risks because before you know it you'll be 40 with two kids probably divorced um working three jobs um house full of cats and dogs and turtles <laughs> and fishes and all this shit and you're taking your kids to soccer practice and ballet and then they got school and then they're failing school and getting <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me out. i know but <laughs> but it's just that like before a blink of the blink of the eye like that's exactly. where you're at and you then you sit there and you're like well, what did i do like what did i do which let me just mind you i want to be a mom i want to be married and i want to have a million animals in my house so I'm not, a million kids no 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 so i'm not harping on anybody that is like that has that life because that is something that i would absolutely want yeah my point is take the risk before it gets to that mm-hmm. because when you're gonna have your hands full full um and honestly that's that's the time in your life where you have to be the most selfless Yes. And right now, being single, being almost 30, um, we're in our careers. We're still establishing ourselves. This is the this is the perfect time, time to take risks. Absolutely. It's only going to get harder. Yeah, and, like, risks. be selfish with it. Like, mm-hmm. do the things that you want. If you have goals, fucking go for them. Like, and if you fail, you fail. That is literally a part of life. Like, and if you fail, keep trying. Yeah. Because it could happen for you, you know? And I'm a, I don't know. So, yeah taking risks that's a huge that's a huge point i mean this is like the age that we're at now is honestly the best time to take those risks because it's only going to get harder when you have kids because there's more people you have to consider or just yeah or you have to maintain a whole household or like um i know a lot of um parents feel trapped when they have kids they feel like they can't achieve things that they wanted to achieve Mm -hmm. um therefore like maybe going back to school or maybe starting your own business yeah. not to say that you cannot do those things because i know a million people that are parents that have that do those things but it's just a little bit more difficult and it's also a little bit more difficult because not everybody has a supportive partner and if you don't have a supportive partner in that it that too makes it more difficult to take those risks that you want 
Um, and I'm not speaking for everybody because I know that there are people out there that you know that are married that have families that do go back to school or do open their own companies. They have the supportive partner and everything, but they will probably admit to you like, yeah, it is, it is a lot more difficult because you're not, you can't be selfish with your time. Mm-hmm. And right now you can be, you know, so Anyways, that's kind of a wrap for our episode of Taking Risks. Yeah. Um, I two think- very completely different risks, but um, that's kind of what's been going on during our little break. A hundred percent. Pretty wild shit. Yeah. So if there is a risk that you've been wanting to take in your life or you're thinking about taking, do it. You know, I once heard in a podcast, everything is figure outable. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. You can figure out anything. Yeah, absolutely. So as long as you believe that, then you won't let fear stop you. Yeah, absolutely. Booyah! I need some water. Okay. Anyways, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, we will catch you next episode. Bye. Bye.